Hello, friends, and welcome to the Koozie George podcast. We're just about to jump into a new adventure. Come on. Today, we're getting into a crazy little story called Koozie George and the Hen Horde, written by me, Darren Galindo. But before we get into today's story, we want to remind you to write us a review. Podcast reviews go a long way in getting the Koozie George podcast into the ears of new listeners. It's a big way to support the podcast, so make sure you write us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the stories. Another way you can help support the podcast is simply by telling your friends about us. Thanks! And now, let's pop in with Koozie and see what all this hen stuff is all about. Koozie George and the Hen Horde Once upon a time, Koozie George was looking out of his window wondering if the rain was ever going to stop. Aw oh, man, it's been raining forever! When is it going to stop? He said out loud. In fact, it had been raining for about three days straight already, and Koozie had already done almost all of his favorite rainy day activities. Like going for a walk in the rain, that was one of the first things Koozie did. Whenever it rains, the first thing Koozie wants to do is go for a walk with an umbrella. Oh yeah, just you and me, Stella. Let's go for a walk. Uh, Stella was, of course, Koozie's bright red umbrella. For no other reason than it rhymed with umbrella, and it was kind of fun to say together. Stella the Umbrella. My umbrella's name is Stella. What's your name, Stella? Are you an umbrella? I'm not an umbrella, and my name's not Stella. <laughs> Can you say Stella the Umbrella? <laughs> well, another activity Koozie liked to do in the rain was read a good book. Well, actually that was Rabbit Sebastian's favorite thing to do. When Koozie went on a walk with Stella the Umbrella, they stopped by Rabbit's house for a bit, and Rabbit was reading a book. Dude, hey Koozie, come on inside. Hey Stella, you want to read some books with me? Asked Rabbit enthusiastically. Koozie liked books, but Rabbit was the reader. Well, Koozie could read too, but he would get bored after a while. But not if the book was super interesting. The two friends ended up reading for two whole hours together. Not the same book. Rabbit was reading a really big book called Bad Stuff and Time Out? Crime and Punishment! Oh, right. Crime and Punishment. And Koozie was reading a short story. A short story? What's a short story? A short story is basically a story that's not very long and could normally be read in its entirety in one sitting. I'm done! What? I'm done! You just started that book like 30 minutes ago! And it was a good one! That Silvio was a good shot! His whole house was full of holes because he would shoot any fly that landed with inside of him! Wait, where did you read? The Shot by Pushkin! Oh, that one! That's a good one! There was something else so pleasing for Koozie whenever he finished a book, especially a good book. And there was nothing so cozy and comfy than to read a good book when it's raining outside. That was yesterday. And after the two friends read their books for a bit, they went puddle stomping, of course. What else are you supposed to do outside when it's raining? Have you ever been puddle stomping before? It's super fun. All you have to do is walk around, find a puddle, and jump in it, or stomp in it, or whatever. The two friends found a bunch of giant puddles close to the park in the alley and were stomping them puddles to their heart's content. It was just so satisfying splashing around, in their rain boots of course, there's no better way to puddle stomp. 
If you go puddle stomping with your regular shoes on, get ready to be super wet and cold. Koozie learned that the hard way. You can't puddle stomp for very long if you are wet and cold. In fact, sometimes even in rain boots, you still can get wet and cold if you find a big enough puddle, which was exactly what Koozie and Rabbit had found. And before long, their rain boots were actually full to the brim with cold, wet water. Oh man, look at my boots. Your boots? Yeah, my boots. What about your boots? They're full of water. Oh no, look at my boots. Your boots? Yeah, my boots. What about your boots? They're full of water too. <laughs> <laughs> at first they thought it was funny, but they quickly realized that having rain boots full of water was really cold and really squishy. Okay, I don't like this anymore. I'm gonna go home. Me too. See you later, rabbit. And they both squished their way back home. When he got home, Koozie took a nice, long, hot shower and then curled up on his couch to try reading another book as he wrapped himself in a blanket. It was super cozy. He found a good book, but it wasn't a short story and after a long time, he couldn't read anymore. He ended up having an early dinner and went to bed, hoping to see the sun the following morning. But the sun never came out. Dog nuts! That's not to say the Earth's rotation around the sun had stopped or anything like that. No, everything was twirling around in space just fine. But there was still so many clouds in the sky, and when it was morning, you couldn't even see the sun. You could only see gray clouds and rain, rain, rain. Rain, rain, rain. Nothing but rain, rain, rain. I'm so sick of all this rain, rain, rain. Koozie said to himself as he looked out of his window. What's a koozie supposed to do when it's always raining outside? Asked Koozie to himself. And there was just something about the way Koozie asked that question that flooded his koozie brain with a bunch of koozie ideas. The first koozie idea that flooded his koozie little brain was to vacuum his whole house. Skibbity ba ba ba! Ha ha! Next, he lined up a bunch of army men guys on his kitchen floor and tried to knock them over by shooting rubber bands at them. Huh? What's that? You like apples? Well, how do you like them apples? <laughs> Next, Koozie pushed all the furniture in his living room to make space for some twirly-whirlies. Uh, twirly-whirlies are just spinning yourself around and around and around and around in a circle until you get dizzy, and then you try to walk straight but you can't and you end up falling over laughing uncontrollably. Twirly whirlies were fun, but they didn't last long, mostly because after two or three times of doing it, Koozie started to actually get dizzy and feel a little bit sick. Oh, okay, I think I'm gonna get too dizzy and a little bit sick. Koozie realized that he was actually getting pretty hungry, so he decided to go make himself a sandwich or something. But as he walked past his front door, he noticed a small pile of letters laying on the floor just beneath his mail slot. A mail slot is that small door that the mail person uses to drop the letters off. Some people have mailboxes outside, but Koozie didn't have a mailbox. He had a slot next to his door that Hazel Breeze would use to drop off his letters. That is, when he wasn't home. Hey, why didn't Hazel knock on the door like she usually does? Hmm, maybe she did, but I didn't hear her? I was doing my twirly-whirlies really loud. Koozie stooped down to pick up the letters and noticed something right away. They were wet. Ah, biscuits and bananas. They're all wet. Koozie went to the kitchen to grab some paper towels to dry them off. It kind of worked for some of them, but not all of them. Hey, what's this? A letter from Moosey? 
said Koozie excitedly. He picked it up and tore it open as fast as he could, only to find that the water had spoiled most of the letters. Dear Roozy? Who's Roozy? Oh, the K must have been melted with all the water. Wow, almost all the letters have been melted by the water. You see, when paper gets wet, the water mixes with the ink that's on it, and it swirls it all around like the hokey pokey. Not that there's anything wrong with the hokey pokey, but when it comes to reading letters on wet paper, it makes it really, really difficult. Health sapo grits? I can't read any of this. Oh, look, that word looks like emperor. I wonder if Moosey is talking about penguins. Koozie continued trying to read the letter from his cousin, but it was no use. Flaffled scouts, chicoletta, razor sharp? From what? Exploding? Something's exploding over there? Koozie started getting a little bit worried. He turned the paper around and noticed there was actually another piece of paper stuck on the back side. Moosey must have needed to use two pieces of paper to write everything down. But what in the world is he trying to tell me? Just then, Koozie noticed a large piece of the second paper was actually dry, and all the letters could be seen clearly. What's this? He fell off the tractor when it started moving by itself. He's hurt real bad, but the phones are out. Nellie went to fetch the doc from town, and hopefully she'll be able to fix Pa up. Fixed paw? Oh no! Something's happened to Uncle Fuzz! Sounds like a real bad accident falling off the tractor! Koozie kept reading what he could. I'm writing this out as quickly as I can, so I can let you know the trouble we've been having. Those hens keep on pesturing, um, without their leader? Uh, what does that say? Ah, oh, blast the rain! The letters got all messed up here too! Koozie skimmed both sides of each of the papers, but couldn't find anything else that he could read. He sat down and thought long and hard about what all of this could mean. Good gosh, Moosey's in trouble! Uncle Fuzz is in trouble! That part's for sure. Uncle Fuzz got hurt real bad, and Nellie's getting the doctor to fix him up. Hopefully he'll be okay, but what's this part about the hens? They're pestering? Pestering? What does that even mean? Koozie wondered out loud. Pestering! What does that mean? said Koozie even louder. Hey, big guy! screamed Koozie as he looked up in the sky. Yeah, you! What does pestering mean? Koozie just sat there looking up, as if he was waiting for someone to respond. But wait, why is he looking at me? Koozie, are you talking to me? Of course I'm talking to you, big guy! Oh, well, absolutely, your highness. I should have known as soon as you said big guy that- What does pestering mean? Oh, uh, pestering? It's like when someone is bothering you a lot. You know, like a pest. A pest? Yeah, a pest. Like when rats or cockroaches get in your house, you can say that they're like pests. Okay. And they are pests because they are pestering you. They're bothering you. Yeah, but I don't have any cockroaches in my house. Oh, well, that's not really- And I don't have any rats either. I know, I was just saying- Where do you think I live, the dump? No, no, Koozie, I was just- I have a clean house, mind you. Maybe it's not as organized as Rabbit's house. Or maybe it doesn't smell as nice as Sally Bright's house. Oh, Sally's house smells amazing. I know! It's all her fresh-cut flowers and lavender and scented candles and fragrances. Her place smells like flipping Bed Bath & Beyond. Bed Bath & Beyond? Yeah, you know that store that always smells amazing when you walk by it at the mall? You mean Bath and Body Works? Yeah, that's the one. What did I say? You said Bed Bath and Beyond, the chain store that sells housewares and beddings and kitchen stuff. 
Wait, they don't sell, like, fragrances and candles and stuff? No, that's Bath & Body Works. Okay, whatever you say. I think Sally's house smells like Bed Bath & Beyond. Bath & Body Works. I mean, Bath & Body Works. There you go. Um, what were we talking about again? Uh, I don't know. You were talking about, uh, skincare? Oh, that's right. Skincare. My skin has been pretty flaky recently, so I got this new exfoliator from Ulta. It actually works really good. You should get one, too. Especially when I pair it with my aloe vera lotion. Oh, actually, I just remembered. We weren't talking about skincare. We were talking about the pestering. Oh, pestering. That's right. Pestering is like when someone is bothering you. Yeah, so you can keep going. But it was super interesting about how you're taking care of yourself and your skin. That's super cool. Thanks. I like it when my body feels good. It kind of makes me happy. Happy, that's really good. Happy is really very, very good. But right now, happy is not really what we're going for. It's not? We're not going for happy? No, not really. Why? What's wrong with happy? Uh, nothing. This is a kid's show, dude. Don't you want the kids to be happy? Well, yes, of course I want the kids to be happy. They're just kids, man. They're just a bunch of kids. I know. Have a heart. Why can't you just be nice to the children's? Okay, Koozie, need I remind you of the letter you just got from Moozy? The, the letter? What letter? Yeah, it was all wet and soggy and you couldn't read most of it, but then what you could read was pretty concerning and you came across those pestering hens and you were like, hey, what's pestering? And then I was like, Whoa, 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 dude. That doesn't sound like me. Well, uh, yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. My voice sounds amazing. Like silk floating gently on the Yangtze River. Well, that's a bit generous, don't you think? What you sounded like was more of a spool of barbed wire falling off the back of a pickup truck on the freeway. What? You sound nothing like me. You're gonna have to work on that. Work on that? Why would I want to sound more like you, Koozie? Because I'm amazing! Alright, yes, you're amazing, but can we just get back to the story now? Oh, right, 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 right. Um, oh, yes. Oh, no! Moosey! My poor cousin Moosey! And my poor cousin Nelly! And my poor Uncle Fuzz! And those pestering hens! Wait, how can the hens be pestering? I thought all Moosey's hens ran away after the last time we left. What hens? How are they pestering? How many hens are we talking about? Is it like a horde of hens? Or like one big fat hen with huge muscles and a handlebar mustache walking around like he owns the place? I mean, if a big fat chicken with huge muscles and a handlebar mustache was walking around my place, I don't think I would like it very much. Just then, the phone rang. Bring, bring! Hello? Koozie, hey dude, it's me! Oh, hello, me? <laughs> Good one, Koozie. Hey, do you want to watch a movie later? A movie? Yeah, that sounds cool. But hey, I just got this weird letter from Moosey. Moosey? Your cousin? Yeah. Oh, what's he up to? Seems like forever since we last visited. It's not good, Rabbit. Not good. Not good? Why? What happened? I'm not exactly sure. I couldn't read the whole thing because the letters got wet. What? You know, what are you doing right now? I think you should just come over here to read this thing for yourself. I'm getting a funny feeling that something bad is going to happen. Oh, Koozie, it's probably fine. But if it makes you feel better, I'll head over to your place right now. Then we can go to the movies later. So the two friends hung up the phone and Koozie paced back and forth in his kitchen. Have you ever done any pacing before? Pacing is when you basically walk back and forth so you can think. Some people need to move their body when they want to think really hard. Walking can actually help you think, and for Koozie, he was trying to think about his cousin Moozy and what was happening over there. Before long, and before Koozie could really get a good think in, there was Rabbit at the door. Hey, Koozie, it's me! 
No, hey, me. Come on inside. I was just over here thinking. Thinking? What was you thinking about? Moosey, duh. I can't help but wonder if something bad is happening. Koozie let Rabbit inside and shut the front door. Like I said, it's probably fine. Well, here, read this letter, or what's left of it. Whoa, what happened to this thing? It's like a wet diaper. It got wet from the rain. I wish it hadn't. Most of the writing is all washed off, but look here. Read this area. Koozie pointed to the back side of the second page, where the water had not damaged the letters. <laughs> he fell off the tractor when it started moving by itself. By itself? I know. Just keep reading. He's hurt real bad, but the phones are out. Who's hurt? Why are the phones out? Would you just keep reading? Oh, sorry. Uh, Nellie went to fetch the doc from town, and hopefully she'll be back to fix Pa up. Uncle Fuzz? Uncle Fuzz is hurt? The whole thing! Read the whole thing, man! Oh, right, right, right. I am writing this out as quickly as I can to let you know the trouble we've been having. Those hens keep pestering with out their leader? Their leader? Sounds bad, right? Yeah, it sounds bad. What should we do? Well, we can't call to find out. The phones are out. I already tried. Okay, so we should go over there and check on them? I thought of that too. But what if they aren't there and they went somewhere else for safety? How would we know where to find them? Beats me. But I think being over there searching for them is better than staying over here and wondering about it. Yeah, you're probably right. So let's go! Well, hold on a second. What do you think about those pestering hens? Yeah, that was a little weird. I thought all their hens ran away after we left last time. Maybe they got new ones? Koozie wondered out loud with a very big, confused face on. Just then, the phone rang again. Bring, bring! Koozie was still thinking very hard, so Rabbit walked over and answered the phone. Uh, hello? Hello? Koozie? Moozie? Is that you? Koozie, you have to help. The hands are everywhere. I was barely able to drop past him so I can get a working phone. Hey, is that Moozie? What's happening? Give me the phone! Give me the phone! Okay, okay, calm down. Let me put it on speaker. Moozie, what's wrong? How can we help? Koozie? Oh, man, your voice sounds funny. My voice sounds amazing! Moozie, what's going on over there? Oh, right. Pa done got his leg broke, but he's on the mend now and doing fine. Ma and Nellie are all shook up, what with all the claw marks on the building. Claw marks? Yeah, it's the reason why I'm calling. Things are just getting worse and worse over here. Something big's about to happen. We need some help. Help? What can we do? What do you need? We need another truck to get us all off the farm. And we need some way to get through the hen horde. The hen horde? I knew it. Those pestering pests. There's hundreds of them. Maybe even thousands. So, it's not a big fat chicken with huge muscles and a handlebar mustache? What are you talking about, Koozie? No matter. We just need some help. How soon do you think we can get here? Well, we can leave tonight if we need it. And we'll probably get there around 8 o'clock tomorrow. Okay, that'd be super great. Do you have a truck you can bring with you? Breaker Dan has a truck. So does Cracker Jack. Maybe y'all can bring both. We could really use all the help we can get. All right, we'll start packing right now and get a move on before midnight. All right, sounds good. Just remember, try and bring something to keep those chickens back. And with that, Moozy hung up the phone. Wow, things sure don't seem right over there. We need to get a move on. Not right for sure. I wonder who's behind all this. Behind it all? What do you mean? You know, who is assembling all the chickens? Are they trying to rise up like the felines of fury? What? No way. They're just a bunch of chickens and some weird stuff is happening for some reason. But one thing's for sure. Moosey needs some help and we're going to give it to him. Once we get out there, hopefully everything will settle back down to normal. Yeah, you're probably right. And with that, Koozie and Rabbit called up a few of their friends to come along with them on their rescue mission. Cracker Jack and Breaker Dan, of course, because they had their trucks. And Sally Bright. 
Sally Bright? Really? Yeah, she'll be a big help. How so? She's not like the bravest person in the whole world. Yeah, but her house smells amazing, which I think will come in handy for a mission like this. All right, whatever you say. So the friends rallied their forces, packed up their vehicles, and set out. Meanwhile, just outside of Muzi's farm, beyond what any eyes could see in the deep dark of the country at night, there were three pairs of eyes staring intently at the farm. What is thy bidding, my master? Patience, Omelet. Your time will come. We must let this koozie come to us if we are to make any progress towards this city. Yes, my master. The wheels are already in motion. It's only a matter of time before Koozie and his friends arrive, and we must be ready for it. The Emperor has foreseen it. The third creature stood motionless nearby. Silently, he nodded his head in approval and walked away. Oh man, that guy gives me the creeps. He is my master, and I am yours. So he's my grandmaster? Something like that. I don't know how it works. You will show him your full respect, and do not breathe a word about any of your creepiness. Yes, my grandmaster. No, he is your grandmaster, not me. Oh, right. Yes, my master. Wow, what is happening? Who are these crazy guys? It looks like we're getting into a multi-episode adventure. That means we'll have to wait until next time before we find out more about what's happening. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast to keep up with all the latest stories. Tell all your friends about us and we'll see you all next time for another adventure or maybe the next part in this adventure. Yeah, something like that. Goodbye. Goodbye.